Hello and welcome to the Comedians Outlook podcast. I'm Luke Anthony and this week I'm joined by fellow comedian Jack Campbell. He is best known for winning English Comedian of the Year in 2014. He's taken multiple shows to Edinburgh, has gained so much respect from industry professionals and is rallying up fans up and down the country. So I bring you Jack Campbell. Firstly, Jack, tell us a, bit, a little bit about how you got into comedy and how you started. Uh, I started doing comedy in 2010, while I was in my first year at university in Leicester. I went to De Montfort University and I did creative writing in English language. Um, I'd always loved comedy, and I've said this so many times, when, when I get little interviews, I don't get interviewed all the time, but every single time it's the same story. So I would listen to comedy. Do you remember like LimeWire? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I would like down, I would just type in stand up comedy and just mm-hmm. listen to it. And so I wouldn't know what I was ever getting. And yeah, yeah. I would just listen to it all the time. And like I used to watch um, VHS videos of comedy like they were films. Right. Okay. Just because I really, really just enjoyed it because they were dead silly. And so I was like watching like Billy Connolly ones, probably like way before I should have been. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, would nev- I wasn't ever like, oh my God, this person's saying this really shocking stuff. I just found it like I just enjoyed someone there talking on stage I just enjoyed all that so there's a uh, Billy Conley ones Alan Davis Urban Trauma um, and then my dad had a Robin Williams one and I'd watch that all the time as well so I was just constantly watching them and then YouTube came around and I'd just watch ones on there and that's a minefield YouTube's a minefield yeah if you let it run itself yeah 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 it just takes you to weird places so that was that was when I was in like sixth form and so me and my friend Tom who you just met uh, like me and him when we were in sixth form we would just like quote it all the time and then when we went to university, he, me and him went to the same one, as well as going to the same secondary school. Um, and so it was just like, no, I just enjoyed comedy. I had no interest in doing it at yeah. all. And I had a funny group of mates anyway. We were always just funny. There was never just like, oh, who's the funny one? We'd get like a little bit competitive about being the funny one. But that's <laughs> just, I think that's just like an age thing, really, where you're like, oh, I want to make girls laugh or whatever. Um, but then... Went to university and then someone there set up a um, comedy society um, and like started doing stand-up comedy nights. Friend Tom, he did the first one they did. And seeing him do it, I was like, oh, okay, that doesn't seem too scary. It actually seems quite easy. But it was a lot of drama students um, doing it. And then I, I went up and did it for the first time. I was like, great, this is all I want to do. And then that was that. Tom did it. like two more and was just like, no, I don't like it when it doesn't go well. Um, I, was just, I just really, really enjoyed it because I did quite well. Uh, kept on doing other ones, and I'd sometimes be like the host for some of them, and th- like, and then yeah, started doing it outside of university. So going from this lovely, safe environment of people where everyone's really, really supportive, no matter what, and we would have. At the time, we would get annoyed that there'd be, we'd have to have like timing meetings yeah, to yeah. meet up okay. and be like, right, everyone's doing a ten-minute set. We've all got to meet up and time it. Um, and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do it. I just want to go do the comedy. Whereas now, I really, really appreciate that. So the <laughs> girl's name was Jessie, Jessie Wilson. Um, she was she was great. She was like the head of the society and the society ran for three years while at university. Um, and yeah, and so like it went from there. And then I think the first one I did outside of this safe environment where going from like getting a regular gig at university to then having to like, look for your own ones and go off and go do these unpaid things around it was in like Northampton and there was only comics there 
and it was awful. I was really hungover as well. Which, yeah. But, you know, and so, yeah, it just went from there, and that's all I wanted to do. Stopped caring about uni work <laughs> as well. Like, I enjoyed my university stuff, but um, I really didn't... I wasn't that bothered, but our comedy site had a really good group of people who came through it. Sarah Keyworth. Yeah, yeah. She, she went yeah. to DMU wow. as well. And, um, so I should go and go That sounds like I should have named more people. Yeah, sure. <laughs> When you first got up and did um, your uni thing and then you ventured out from uni to do a little bit more uh, stand-up comedy and you didn't really enjoy it so much, um, how, how much did you eat, sleep and repeat that after that? Well, I, don't know, like, I, still, I still enjoyed it a lot. But then, yeah, it kind of like started replacing... I always, I always enjoyed the uni gigs, but then you, you move to something else. I was like, oh, now I want to be out there doing it properly. And then you want to start going up the rungs more and more and more. Um, and yeah, and, I, and, and from there I started going up to Edinburgh as well. So the first yeah. time we went up to Edinburgh, I was in my second year of uni, and we did a compilation show. And okay, well, did you do like twenty minutes on that? Did you? Yeah, we were all doing like fifteen minutes, and okay. like we would change because there was like fourteen of us who yeah, went up. Really? Yeah, and like we were staying in a flat for ten, and so people were like having to share beds and stuff. Um, and I only did 14 gigs the first year and there was a guy Ben who doesn't do comedy anymore but he was really really good and he got on like some quite good compilations and he was doing really really well and he doesn't do it anymore because he was just like nah I'm bored <laughs> it's really? just like I think he liked having money <laughs> that's what he oh, was okay, and so yeah. he got yeah. finished uni tried it for a bit and then he got a really good job and he's just like this is more fun <laughs> for me yeah. um, and it's less lonely and stuff um, but he yeah, no so yeah I did 14 gigs the first time I went up to Edinburgh and that is incredibly low I think and then the following year I went up and I did 100 close to 100 because um, I was doing uh, I did the university show I was doing one with Ben and I was doing another one with Dan Nicholas who's doing a show during the comedy yeah, festival yeah. and a guy called Dave Murphy who went to DMU who's now works for Capital FM Wow. Um, yeah, and so I did one with them, so we're doing that, and then you're doing all the other spots because outside of Edinburgh, outside of the month of August, you've met all these people from all these other gigs all over the place, and then yeah, the following year again, just did um, did even more, uh, yeah. But like each, I, I don't know, like, I don't know, like I just love, I do love going around places. I've never found it. But only like logistically, I get annoyed at stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like if, so like next week I've got to go to Gloucester, and then on the Thursday, and then Friday Exeter, and then Saturday Mansfield. Wow. So I'm quite, going like far away. I'm going like southwest, further southwest. Yeah. East Midlands, but I live near Mansfield. But then the, that's on a Saturday, and then a Sunday I'm here in Cambridge. But like. Um, it's a hustle, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I still, I still love it. I get bored of saying the same stuff, so I try and do new stuff as like when I can. But then that is the hard part as well when you go into a, like a really good club or you want to do really, really well for someone. So you get booked again. You're going to do the same stuff. Yeah. But it's more than recently. I've just hit like this nice thing of being comfortable enough with myself where I trust myself. I don't. I don't ever get nervous. No, you, not anymore. Yeah, you, you might find it like when people talk to you, it's like, don't you get nervous? It's like, no, you get so used to it, you're not nervous, you're not ever too worried. I get nervous when it's like a, when I put too much pressure on it being a really good opportunity, if it's like yeah. a good yeah. weekend club or something like that. I think the only time I really get, I, sometimes I get nervous sometimes when, um, 
I've got a new bitch that I've not really worked out properly or I've not practiced yet or I've already spent yeah. a bit of time with um, with my partner just before and I'm having to think about shopping and stuff yeah, uh, yeah, or yeah. normal, normal things yeah. and I've got no headspace actually focused on comedy and get my yeah. head in the right space um, that's when I get nervous it's, it's a weird one so, so like I was lucky enough to do Glastonbury Festival oh, wow. really cool before that one because it's the tent the comedy tent at Glastonbury can hold like 2,000 people wow. obviously there was not 2,000 people there when I went on there was about 400 which is still a lot but in a space that holds 2,000 doesn't look like a lot no. and I was quite nervous I think because like some of my friends who were also at Glastonbury that year they were coming along to watch but because I was like oh I don't want to look like a fool on this giant stage yeah, um, yeah. I don't know where, I feel like bad for comedy <laughs> if I'm not doing well I think like oh people are going to think that like, comedy's terrible yeah 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 I don't know whether that's arrogant or not like where <laughs> I am the benchmark for comedy but so I get nervous about things like that but totally the same where my partner she would come with me to gigs quite a lot yeah. when we first started going out and now she does not because it would it would stress me out her coming yeah. with me because <laughs> it would be like life stuff would get in the way I and that's fine you, you're happy to listen to those things that they're talking yeah. about it's just and it's just like I, I'm glad I'm, I'm sorry you've had a really difficult day today but right now I need to go I'm in yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. time I'm going to be on stage talking about mm. completely different stuff and all I yeah. can think about is is what went wrong in, the, in your day today and, and, that, and yeah. that's, that's okay it's, it's good to be grounded yeah but please just ground me everywhere else yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah just not aside from that 20 minutes yeah. on the stage not um, right now not yeah. right now when I've done I did one at the Portland Arms yes. and that was really great because so it's my, a nice gig that yeah um, my friends Tom and Adam they lived around the corner and so we went in to the Portland Arms about like an hour before the show started and I'm really cheeky and so I was opening and I was just like look I'm not staying and my mates can they just come in and then I'm going out and I haven't seen them for ages can I just go and I was like no they have to pay the full thing understandably yeah, yeah. and so they just went back home and I went back with them and it was but what was really really good and what I like trying to see mates beforehand is that we can just be silly with yeah, each okay. other yeah, yeah. whereas yeah exactly if you're with someone you've got to be quite serious for a bit and then go do a gig you can get in funny headspace but most of the time I'm fine like I can get to gigs five minutes before I'm due on and I don't need any like yeah. chill out time I had yeah. one in Plymouth recently and I got there like five minutes before and then I was just on that's um, kind of good in a way because yeah. you don't have to think about anything before you go on yeah. you just sort of have to you have to just yeah. ease into it but if, if I had my choice if I could always have a dressing room and I could just have the light off and close my eyes yeah. and then I get like a 30 second warning I get up and go on yeah. that would be fine for me I'd happily because I'd know because you've done it so much or that material yeah. so much that you know really where you start yeah um, I, I trust myself that like it's going to be okay I do yeah I get nervous when I'm definitely doing a new show so when I did this one in Leicester I got quite nervous because like, okay it's totally all yeah new stuff and I was quite nervous that um, my partner was there and like a lot of my friends were there and that was really nice but I was like but as soon as it starts going I'm fine but when I don't know yeah like I, I don't really get too... So how long did that take for you to get to that point where you stop getting nervous? Cause... I don't know. I don't know. Like, when I first did it, so before I first did it, because it was such like going into the un- unknown, yeah. I was really nervous. Now, I just get impatient. If yeah. the MC has got to bring me on and they're taking ages, I'm really bored. I'm like, come on, just bring me on, just bring me on. Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't care, I don't care. Just come on, get me on, get me on. I know they're doing like a build-up and stuff. But when it's just like, okay, we're going to bring on your next act now, and then they'll start talking to someone in the audience about, like, so uh, how long have you two been together? Like, no, just bring me on. Like, that's all. I just want to do that do bit. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I'd love to do that. 
that bit. It's, a, it's an easy way in, though, isn't it? If you can, if you can easily go in with something that is just local. Yeah, like it just happened. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I saw your hot water um, set, and at least like the first two and a half minutes of it is just about like getting them used to someone from yeah. south south of England yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up north. Um, yeah, I set it I set it up that way, and that's like I'm. I don't know, like, I'm quite bored of that kind of material. So, like, the new show, it's quite But it's fun. quite easy, isn't it? But, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's easy, and I've done it loads of times. My partner hates it when I talk about where I'm from. But, like, I quite enjoy it. And, like, I've had people come up to me afterwards, and they, like... Because there's always going to be people in a gig from a small village. Um, yes, that's true. And, like, there's certain things about small villages and stuff like that. But eventually I'll get... But in that yeah. case, though, we, I think we've... That's, I think that's one of those universal things where you can't really claim material about, yeah. about like Cambridge or South because it's the same material that everyone else would be doing but yeah. doing it from a different point of view um, yeah. I guess I, um, I got quite a recent one I got like nervous so like okay like when I go up to Edinburgh and it's the first day before yeah. you're doing your new show that's quite nerve wracking because you're like okay I've spent a lot of money to be here <laughs> it's yes. better be good um, and you know and so like I get a bit nervous then I've been really uh, grateful and lucky to be doing tour support for Larry Dean at the moment Wow. Uh, on some of his dates and the first one we did in Corby I was quite nervous before that but I think I don't know whether it's nervous or just like I, mean, there's a big I don't want to let down Larry yeah, that's true that's all I don't yeah. want to put like a funk on his show or whatever um, but now I just like I'm able to just go and, and do it but then yeah. the, the Corby one uh, it's a smaller theatre but then the last two I've done for him have been at the Glee Clubs in Nottingham and oh, Birmingham wow. And that's been like nearly 200 people. And I wasn't too nervous about it, but I was definitely more so like, okay, right, this is a proper big big one here Mm. to do well. Um, And yeah, but it's more like, I just don't want to let Larry down. That's that's it really. But then you just go out there, you trust yourself, you know you've got good enough stuff to be doing it. Um, But yeah, I suppose when I first went to... Australia or when I've done comedy in other countries I get a little bit nervous beforehand because I'm just like what if nothing lands but you just got to kick the funny at them yeah yeah yeah. so you say you don't get nervous as much anymore and like um, clearly there's still gigs where you feel like you've like died in your ass and stuff hmm. um, how do you then like pick yourself up after that when, when something doesn't land or doesn't go right considering the stuff you know you have faith in yeah uh, I I don't know like, I, I don't know where I've got this like arrogance about me where I just block it out like I don't I don't then I'm not in denial I laugh at myself a lot if I do a set and I'm like oh that wasn't very good yeah um, but you're always like harsher on yourself than what you should be but um, I tend to laugh at myself afterwards like that was stupid of me if I know it's something that like I spoke too quick I didn't I wasn't like mentally prepared or something like that um, then like it's just my day but oh I mean I just shrug it off okay it's, it, like um, um there's another gig around the corner. Yes, yeah, exactly. I've got another right gig. Now. It's all yeah. right. Um, I had once, like, where I did three nights in Liverpool, not at Hot Water. Uh, the club is gone now, which is a shame. But I did three nights, but I had to drive Leicester Liverpool back and forth for three days. Mm. And but each day, so it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Each day, I got progressively worse. Oh really? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I think I was bored, or and I was tired because I've been like driving Leicester up to Liverpool and then like going going back and the first day was great and then and then the Saturday was my birthday um, on a Saturday and, yeah. yeah and so like I was a bit like it's my it's my birthday today like this is a bit 
this is a bit of a shame that I'm here. Um, as much as I love doing it, it was just like, oh man, and it just got worse and worse and worse. But just laugh about it, like, and there's always another gig. Uh, it doesn't, you know, I'm, you know, I think the worst. You're, you're never as bad as what you think you are. No, that's true. You well, know. sometimes, sometimes you are. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you are. There are some yeah. cases in comedy where you think, "Oh no, the, it was the audience's fault." Yeah, but it was not. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah. I rarely ever blame it on the audience. I went, member. I went through a phase oh. of blaming the audience. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it's being like, "No, it's their fault." Like, yeah. um, and then I was like, "No, no, no, it's definitely my fault." And I was like, "Shake that off. It's not the audience's fault. It's my fault. I wasn't clear enough. I wasn't relatable enough, and all these other things." And then there, there are always, t- there are I always go rooms. back to, "Yeah, there are tough rooms, no doubt." And I don't yeah. think we we disagree with that. I mean, there are tough rooms, and there. Like some audiences in Cambridge can sometimes be difficult yeah, to break. Yeah, um, yeah, But again, you know, it's like I, I was speaking to Richard Todd. I don't know if you remember. He's yeah. a great, great comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his stuff works in the right place. Yeah. And in other places, they're just not going to get it. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I think with me, because I am quite. Um, I'm just. Yeah, like it's, it's very like uh, standard stand up. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, Dan Nicholas, who I've known since university, uh, is one of our best mates. His stuff is very alternative, very interactive, really, really mm. like kind of wacky. And I've seen it at a gig we did in Ely when we were at uni together. Wow. He died badly, and he will not mind me telling the story because he won't mind. He okay. won't mind. Like he died really badly. I wasn't meant to be on, but I drove him there. And I got when we got there, I said to the guy, "Can I do ten minutes or whatever?" Um, and I did okay, but also because I had a load of local references and because I'm not wacky. Um, I'm not like too serious either. I'm like silly, but I'm not. Dan does lots of, yeah, like gets people up from the audience to go on a date with him and stuff like that. So it is hard. And in the right places, Dan does amazing. Yeah, but yeah. if Dan is doing a gig, one of the first ones, is when before the boathouse got all renovated, I came here with another friend from uni and we're doing comedy. It was one of the, that's one of the worst gigs we've ever done <laughs> at the boathouse years ago. Upstairs and the guy. It does. Did, it does an amazing gig now, by the way, because I run that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm sure it's loads better now. Like it's, it's tons better. But we did one there, and the guy, a guy, did really, really well, and he was just reading like old hacky jokes off his phone. Okay. And the crowd loved it. So like, me and my friend uh, David saw that, and we were like, this. We're no, not. We're room. not going to do well yeah. like, if they love this guy. There was another one at Commoners Comedy where Ali used to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, I did, and it was like the pro night, and I yeah. did that, and it was a really, really good, great. Like, um, but then I went back and did the new material one, and it's all just like the locals yeah. there, and it wasn't full at all. And I think it was like one of the last ones they did there. And understandably, it's the locals and it's their pub, and they were very mm. much so like, we don't want you in here, and did not do well at all at that one. But the whole point is I suppose is that yeah I just shake it off I don't get too bummed out about it I don't get too in my head about it um, I just like I used to probably when I first started and when I'd be up in Edinburgh you start having like kind of a crisis like oh my god what am I doing am I wasting my time but because I'm in a good place in my life and I'm happy with how everything's going if a gig doesn't go as well as I want I'm just like ah whatever it's fine like it's yeah, only yeah. I get yeah it's just the logistics that annoy me okay. more. Yeah. so when you're writing new material constructing new material what's your elimination process um, so like what like writing something I was like no I'm not saying that yeah so how many times do you try something before you oh okay you, right. you, you decide to scrap it or put it on the back burner oh um, I'll either get bored of something yeah exactly if it doesn't like I never say like oh if it doesn't work three times because there's certain bits that like there's something that you love 
in there, but yeah. you've just not quite figured it out. Um, I don't mind just saying something and be like, oh, well, okay. Like, I'm quite bad for like always recording myself and going back and checking over stuff. But it's more about delivery than yeah, than yeah. Um, jokes and stuff. And I like kind of like loosely writing it and then doing it. So and so like you kind of like ghost write it and you figure it out as you go. But I don't really have like yeah like I'm not super strict and be like right okay I'm never doing that bit again. I've done some bits that I've never said again ever, yeah. just because I was either in a certain venue where it was like, okay, I've got a story about this after a certain act. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or you know, I'm just kind of like being quite like improvising or whatever. But like, um, yeah, like I, I don't know. Like sometimes I'll sit and write stuff. Oh, I started writing some stuff about how I wanted to have superpowers, but really low level superpowers. So I wanted to make people um, wee themselves. Yeah, yeah, just for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Standard. That is basically the same reaction it got when I did it at New Material Night and I was even did the bit I was like that's a terrible bit what am I talking about just being able to like if I see someone like drop some litter in the street and just like use my mind to make them wet themselves that was the whole bit <laughs> and I was like that is not good I did it I did it a couple of times one time I did it and it was really like it went well and then you get like a false sense of security but like this bit's going to be awesome and then you do it somewhere else and you're like no that's that's correct like that is not good that I do I do bit. think that you could you could probably you could, if you told a really good story yeah and then and then you're going to talk about how you're going to punish someone on doing something yeah and they think it's going to be something really awful and you're going to kill them yeah yeah and they yeah. go no actually what I really wanted to do is make them weed yeah, themselves just, yeah because I think um, the humiliation of like weeing yourself if someone is being like I don't know like I saw a group, like, it was basically because I saw a group of guys once and they were being really leery at this, yeah. at this like poor girl it was like 11 at night just walking past with her shopping and they were being really really leery at her so I just thought in my head I was like oh it would be great if I could make all of them wee themselves yeah. because then they wouldn't know what to do like, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. wouldn't know what like they wouldn't be able to talk to the woman anymore do you, do you reckon that would be funnier if you did that one by one so you did one of them May, yeah and, and, then, and then one of them started having a go at them yeah yeah, yeah. why right? you weed yourself and then man? that like, one gets yeah. bit, and then they start yeah, yeah. There's, it's certainly got it's a bit with potential but I find yeah. it like I sometimes I, I put it on hold and I go yeah. back to stuff and yeah. like the stuff I did in my first set me and Dan Nicholas we wanted to do nights where it's comedians doing their first ever sets yes. who have been going like a long time and they come back and they do their first ever sets but um I think someone else has done it as well but like I don't know like sometimes I'll just throw stuff away and then you meet other comics and they're like oh do you still do this bit and I do that to them sometimes as well you meet a comic and like, oh man I love this joke I, was like, oh, I haven't done that joke in years yeah, yeah. and so you'll just chuck it in just for fun when they're there but overall yeah. like I don't really have a and as a storyteller as well like mm. another thing that happens is that you might write a bit that's pretty good but you won't even have a link or a segue yeah. or, or a callback until yeah. years later because and you I think you're, you're quite similar to me like I don't know like I don't know how topical you are uh, it depends I, I'm yeah. often ironically topical so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably pick up on something topical but go down a different avenue with it yeah like like climate change is a big thing so I'll go down and talk about um, I don't know self-service checkouts you know? <laughs> I like how you the, think the, climate change is topical the, the biggest yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, it's, yeah. It's, it's it now. comes and goes yeah it comes yeah. and goes yeah. um, like no just like the big issues in life like self-service checkouts taking yeah. over the world and plastic bags yeah. stuff like that so yeah, I yeah, yeah. take it down a different way but yeah like when so like I think most comics have got like a bit about like say like the Olympics yes and then it's just like every four years you get to crack out the Olympic stuff again but um, yeah like it's kind of tough like where you do need to write like uh, 
you got to stay kind of like topical, mm. and you can have a, like a good joke with it. It's more like a challenge for the comedian to write like a good. You just topical be really. Joke. I just I just find that often by the time, by the time. I've got to like topical stuff like in, in a set it yeah. might have been done a hundred times before yeah 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 it's probably been done on panel shows loads and stuff yeah yeah, like, yeah so, I know yeah, I'm slow with stuff definitely. so I'm worried that I'm worried that I, by the time I get to it yeah everyone's already done like their biggest Christmas joke or something or, yeah or we did um, do you remember neck nominations yes where people were like challenging people to like just down a pint yeah 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 um, and so like I came up with an idea with my friend Tom and I was like I want to do it but like we're reading a book and so you have okay. to nominate people to read a book. But as I, and so I was reading this book, and I got as it goes on, I get like smarter and smarter as I read the book. Mm-hmm. And but then by then, like the next nomination thing had like died down. So we like recorded it, edited it, and that took like a couple of days. And by then, we're like, no one even cares anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time. Um, I think yeah. I think I'd often make a joke of. Um, being late to the party on that sort of stuff I'd rather be yeah. the person who is slightly late to it but it's funny that he's late to it that you're regularly late to stuff yeah, yeah, as well yeah. I think that's quite good but yeah like I don't, I don't know like with actually deciding oh I'm not doing that but sometimes I could be like too quick mm. uh, to like oh I'm not doing that bit again again if you're too quick and no one's actually seeing the news story yeah there's no way it's going to yeah, work yeah 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 um, because I do so much like personal stories about what's going on in my life and things that have happened yeah. I don't ever tend to worry too much but if I'm quite precious if I get negative feedback but it totally depends who it's from yes if I get a little bit of negative feedback I'll drop it really I'd, quickly I reckon I'll you're be like oh someone doesn't like it but yeah. I reckon you're similar to me in terms of topical stuff you're more likely to do topical stuff if the room is asking for yeah. that sort of thing so if you've read the room and you think that yeah. Someone might have, someone's touched on something that is current. Yeah. Then maybe that room wants a bit of topical stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. With hosting your own night. Yeah. As well. So like I kind of like because you can't do the same stuff every time, and so like I like having like what's gone on in my week and like, what's also going on anyway. Yeah. Um, I like throwing in bits like that, but most of the time, yeah, either people are like bored of it, unless you've got like an amazing bit about something that's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, but. I don't like. I don't like ever like doing it if it's like hacky. If I find it's just like, oh no, someone's definitely said this. I won't even bother yeah. saying it. But um, I did. But I also don't like it, especially when you go to a night and there's lots of like newer comics and uh, stuff like that. No offense to everyone's got a start, but where people are just chucking out like buzzwords because yes. they think that's what's. Um, like I did one and like there was like ten acts on and like eight out of the ten acts all mentioned Trump but like so loosely okay. it made no sense whatever so it was like I was having a bath the other day and the water was cold oh Trump like it was just something like it wasn't as bad as that wasn't but, it like, no substance yeah it was just no con- yeah. it was just like Trump's a buzzword that you know uh, what are it's they Trump probably guaranteed to get a laugh just yeah. for a snigger yeah 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 and like when people like but so like there's ones like Brexit and stuff like that I yeah. make jokes about Brexit and the fact that like I say it and I don't know what it means I blame like if my phone's low on battery I blame it on Brexit and stuff like that um, but because everything else is getting blamed on Brexit it works yeah, yeah but yeah. rather than when you know uh what is this Brexit Britain or something like that you know when it's just for no yeah. you know I don't know but. so when when you first started did you did you like write out your set word for word and then remember it and then deliver that no I no. did not I knew loads of people who did I wrote down notes of what I want to say and then I'd uh, kind of just like riff off that story a bit Okay. And then go over it a couple of times, making sure I'm like hitting the right phrases in there, and got like nice, um, 
yeah, nice like turns of phrase and good like uh, there would never like I've, I would never like write like a punchline. Right. Really, okay. I was just like, there oh, you are. Awesome. There's like a funny thing that's going on. It's the same way that like me and my group of mates that we would talk to each other would never, um, like, it would never be like a scripted thing. I knew lots of people who would, and they would come to the uh, the nights with like this printed out sheet or this handwritten word, uh, like like document, just all handwritten. And they have to get that. Mm. But and I know, like, if that's how people do it, that's fine. But I, I, I never like bring notes on stage. Never, no, ever. I never have. Never I, will. Um, I've sometimes had to do the thing of having a note in my pocket. If it's like a new hour show, I will bring my notes on. But okay. like sometimes I have my notes in my pocket, and all I need to do is just touch my pocket right. a bit and just be like, no, I remember where I am. Um, but and it was new. It would like just chuck it a bit. It would always just be like a couple of like bullet points. But it leaves room for conversation and if someone in the audience said something because I've seen people who are so like scripted and then something in the audience might happen and they don't know what to do but I've also seen people who have such a scripted set they can do that set wherever and it's quite impressive and it's fascinating to watch when they do it in like a packed room and it goes down amazing but they still do that set with the same like tone pauses all of that to a room of like four people it's like really weird to watch this it's very awkward yeah Um, but they still do it completely like on autopilot yeah and it's impressive, but like it does show that just like everyone does it in their own kind of different ways. I like being loose with it because it makes it more fun for me just so to that, get from one point to the other. Yeah, I mean, was that was that because of you know like, you grew up watching people like Billy Connolly and stuff like that who, who sort of go on with a couple of premises, yeah, and then we just sort of stumble his way around the story and eventually find the funny. Yeah, like I think also just because it's so conversational um, and like because, like. I'd, I don't know. Like, I never like. I didn't sit and read like how to do stand-up books no, or whatever. No. It's just something that worked for me, and I like doing it that way. And it, it just keeps it fresh for me to do it looser, mm. not too loose. I've done ones where I've been way too loose, where there's no no plan. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so you need your like parachute kind of jokes to get you out of there. Yeah. But yeah. no one like because I don't do jokes. I don't do one-liners. I don't have to worry about it. You so don't. Much. You don't write the first the first line just to get people in um, I kind of I'm, like it's like it's, well now you remembered them I guess but yeah so I suppose when I first started I would kind of do something similar to that but it's more they're more like album tracks so like right. it's just like a like Fallout Boy album tracks where it's like this weird long title for a bit but um, and so yeah if it would be like living on my own and then I'll just do the stuff about living on my own yeah, but yeah. I can sometimes I'll, I'll be very like neat about how I write it so it'll be like a bullet point and then under the bullet point it'll be like a dash and then it'll be like an arrow from the dash going somewhere else so it does all kind of okay. connect okay. but and I get asked sometimes by like normals muggles um, of like how do you do you go up with like a plan I was like it's a very loose plan but like I'll chop and change the order around there's obviously a logic to yeah. writing notes in a flowchart to yeah. where, where your material is going and links yeah, and, and, it, and it totally depends how I feel what's going on at the gig if something's happened at the gig and be like oh okay like I can talk about that bit um, first and then I'll just move it around however I want just because it keeps it more interesting for me mm. it's usually the same order every time um, but yeah I would, like the idea of going up with it completely word for word uh, no, like I, I don't do that. Is that what, you, do, what do you do? Um, do you notes? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, this <laughs> is your, this is your, your time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might, I might talk about my stuff in uh, in a post amble maybe. <laughs> um, but this is your hour. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, it's it depends really. I mean, if I've done, sometimes I'll write 
the stuff like ideas so I'd make yeah. notes all day long like or wherever I am or something yeah. I find something funny I'll make a note of it or something I think of I'll write a note of it in like my phone yeah. and then maybe I'll sit down maybe for an hour or so on the computer and I'll just type these up into a work document not, yeah. not an entire set yeah. right? I'll write it all out probably read it a couple of times and then then, then chuck that piece of paper in the bin and then go up yeah. and do it that's and good then, I like that chucking it in the yeah. bin that's quite cool because then you've really got to trust I've, yourself to I've have only ever really it. spent a day looking at one yeah. bit and even if like before a gig or when I try and yeah. do stuff I would I would like the idea of having it in front of me but I think that if I start you having this in front of me then I, I'm, I'm going to see this piece of paper and that's blocking me from yeah. all the places I could go with it yeah yeah um, yeah so again, yeah, I just I like that physical thing of saying like, okay, I'm never gonna see that piece of paper again. That's really cool. And then I'll do yeah. it once, record it, listen back to it. Yeah. And then and then I'll think, okay, well maybe if I did this punchline a bit later or yeah. this bit a little bit later, and then make that a callback. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So then I'd then I'd get into yeah. the details and the construction of how I should tell it. But the first time it may not go down well at all. Yeah. It may be an absolute die in your ass. But yeah tough when you're trying out new stuff in an empty open mic night because you yeah. get nothing to go off yeah 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 um, it is quite tough and you, you're, that's why it's good to record it because then you're purely going off what you like yeah and what you want to hear where I stuttered in a place I know that yeah okay, that's fine maybe I just need to change that word yeah yeah and yeah. then it would be easier to roll off the tongue yeah um, that's good so if you're not going to go to Edinburgh this year what, what does the next year have um, planned for you so I've still got gigs in August and that's yes. cool. I'm going to Boardmasters Festival again in Cornwall. I did that be, last year, and that's really. You'd be fun. one of the only pros that are still on the circuit. Yeah, because like, <laughs> a load of people, there's quite like there's some quite decent names who aren't going. Going, yeah. And that's really cool. Um, and so yeah, like I go on holiday. That's what I did. That's good. Yeah, that's always so good. Me, yeah. me and my partner, we go on holiday for a week, and that's really really nice. Uh, we've got a dog now, so like I'll be hanging out with the dog loads. Um, but yeah, but then in September I'm going to Belgium which is pretty cool I'm going to do a gig in Belgium and are you doing a few nights out there or are you just, just doing one, one just one just one that's get not there. that far to go to be honest no and you can get to Belgium really cheap from London to Brussels you can <laughs> go for like you can get there for like 15 pounds yeah. on a, I've got to go on a coach so as much nice. as it's like I don't have to but like I'm just like no I'd rather I'm going to try and make it over a couple of days I want to do mm. a gig in like I've been looking around, but like the date it falls because Belgium's on a Tuesday. Yes. And so like, oh, there's ones in Luxembourg and the Netherlands and stuff like that. So we can might, fill it up a bit around. Yeah. And do a bit of a tour there. Yeah. Like there's ones in Germany, and I'd quite like to go. But like, and then I was looking. I asked someone, and they were like, oh no, like I did Berlin before, and I could go back to Berlin. But then I was like, looking at how far Brussels is to Berlin. It's far. Like and they, might, so, they might start with the same letter. Yeah, they're pretty far away still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously like it's East Germany. I'm just like, oh man, like so. That's that, and then like hoping to go up to Edinburgh next year. Do you think you'll take a new show or a work in progress? I'm, I'm hoping um, it will be. I've never done a work in progress up there, like um, no. so. I'm hoping to have this one all kind of, and it's quite lucky that I'm doing it and not going up to Edinburgh. But this time of year, it's really difficult because everyone's looking for previews. I don't want to yeah. take a preview off someone who is going, so That's I don't. True. I won't apply for them. That's true. Um, so yeah but then hopefully next year like I can do it do it again in Leicester and then do it at some other festivals really figure it there's out there's loads around there. beforehand yeah. isn't there um, yeah. so I would like to be able to go up to a, go to Australia again because then that's like a good like two three months of doing your show yeah that's but true. it's just a lot of money and so you've got there's to figure it out yeah. there's no cheap way of doing this um, would you would you do you think that how far away do you think you are from actually like booking out your own venues and doing your own hour and and like you know having a couple of support acts and I'm just looking for some work to be <laughs> <honest>. um, <laughs> it totally 
It totally depends. Um, where, like, you know, because like, there's places in Leicester I could probably do it, but there's going to be, say, I don't know, like in Devon, I wouldn't be able to do it because I don't know enough people there and not enough yeah, people know true. me. Uh, I could maybe, yeah, maybe like Cambridge and Leicester, I could like just about get away with it. Uh, you know, but yeah, like I wouldn't say that yet. I'm hoping next year just to do some previews, booking some stuff. Loads of cities have festivals, but yeah, yeah. it totally depends as well. Like whether, do I want to go there? Do I want to spend this money to get in the brochures and stuff like that? So yeah, just got to try and figure it out really. Yeah. But overall, I'm quite happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm quite right. happy where I am. Thank you so much for joining yeah. me, Jack. Um, just a reminder, you can check him out um, on on social media and stuff. I'll put all of his information in in the in the show notes and everything. And this is going to be released after the, the Cambridge Fringe Festival. So um, great job, man! Thank you. Thank yeah, you very cool. much. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. For the Thank benefit you. of the recording, we're shaking hands. We're shaking hands. Yeah, we got along yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> So that was Jack Campbell. Really enjoyed speaking to him, and it was really good to record in a in a venue that he used to perform at regularly way back in his open mic days. Do go and catch him at any of his gigs and follow him on social media. Details will be in the episode notes. Please also follow me on social media at Luke A Comedian. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can via LukeAntonyComedy.co.uk forward slash TCO podcast. Hit that donate button, or if you prefer, you can now become a patron of the podcast via patreon.com forward slash the comedians outlook. If you set up a regular payment of £2, for example, that will guarantee you free tickets to one of the live recordings of the podcast, which I will be beginning at the end of September. I'm sure from the live recordings there's going to be loads of amazing content that doesn't make the final cut. So if you do become a patron and a regular donator, then that will guarantee you that bonus content when it, as and when it becomes available. But if you can't afford that, I am more than happy with a five-star rating and some lovely comments wherever you listen to the podcast. To keep up to date with everything I'm up to in terms of gigs, the podcast, and where the live recordings are going to be taking place and where you can get tickets for those, do join the mailing list or check out my website, lukeantonycomedy.co.uk. But join me next week for another amazing conversation with rising star Offaly Hockwood, who is an amazing comedian. She's quite young in comedy, but she's been very, very successful. We speak about comedy, obviously, but we also speak about crystal healing, which is very interesting. But I hope you have a great week and speak to you soon. Hello, I'm Luke Anthony. Do you love hearing about the stars, careers, lives and mental health? Or Meet the Stars is a brand new podcast all about that. Join me every week from Wednesday the 2nd of December for an excellent conversation with a different star each episode. Simply go over to members.starevents.online to become a member which gives you exclusive access to every episode and so many other brilliant features just for you. See you there.